0: Hi, I'm Charisma O'Keefe. And I'm Angelica Yard. And we're the heart behind the Heart and Hustle podcast.
1: Every Wednesday, we share a new episode with our listeners on topics that range from business and creativity to leadership and innovation.
0: We also interview some of the best and brightest in the industry and spread our love of entrepreneurship all over the internet with our hashtag BossSoHard.
1: We're on a mission to help you find balance in your life, creativity in your career, and dollars in your bank account.
0: So sit back, relax, and take notes while we show you how to dream big, work hard, and re- Hello. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, it's been a few days later than you normally <laughs> hear from us because we both were sick.
1: We were on the struggle bus. Yeah. Um, you probably can still hear it because I'm still very struggle bussy sounding.
0: Yeah, I've been coughing a lot, and that's why I'm bringing this water everywhere. Yeah, it's I go. say the
1: water come <laughs> with me everywhere. Yeah. We um, just didn't have voices, which is all you need to well, record and it's a podcast. Funny because
0: so you know, you texted me on Tuesday, and you were like, "Listen." I don't have a voice. And I hadn't had
1: one since Friday. I thought it and, would be back yeah, by then. Yeah, you're like, it's not
0: here. So that's, that's you know, I'm going to try to get it, you know, situated by tomorrow. And I was like, cool, cool. Then the next day I wake up and I'm like, listen, I don't have a voice. So <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, uh, you know, and you did give me really great advice, which is like, don't try to talk. Yeah. Just stay away from Because what happened one. is the week
1: before, we recorded Wednesday. And then Thursday, I went and recorded with another podcast. <laughs> like which, um,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry, y'all. <laughs> and, and so at Thursday after that interview, I was like, "I'm not gonna have a voice tomorrow." And sure enough, did not have one. So if you are feeling a little tingle in your throat, a little scratchy. Try to minimize your speaking. Don't and it
0: is. It's like going around here.
1: Yeah. Oh, everybody has something. Yeah,
0: it really yeah. is. And um, you know, so I I ha- I didn't realize how much I talk at work. Like I think of myself as like working alone. See, I a don't lot, talk a
1: lot, and so I do. I talked a lot that week. That's the thing. Like when I don't, yeah. I don't talk a lot, and so. When I go out and I do a lot of social events and networking or stuff, and then I had that panel this Thursday, so just, just all this all networking. back-to-back. Back.
0: Yeah, I ended up having to push, like, all my um, meetings to Friday. I had them, like, you know, scheduled out so that I could, like, talk to one person a day. It yeah. I was like, just kidding, talk to everybody in the same day, back-to-back, <laughs> back, just, like, on Skype all day. Um, so, yeah, that was the only time that I really talked. And then a lot of it was just, like, avoiding singing. Um, cause it was, it was actually like good timing for me to get sick because I had just finished like all the design work and collecting all the photos, getting everything ready for keep her safe, like social media, like yeah. the next like situation campaign, whatever. And so I really just needed like a reason to sit still and do nothing but actually yeah. to pro- like schedule it, which is the least fun part. Cause you've already decided the fun order right. and the why and gotten all the fun things. Now you just have to sit and just schedule it. And so to like keep myself entertained, I'm like listening to Moana. And I'm like, oh, wanting how to do you sing. listen to Marana like, without saying sing right yeah, it? Yeah, oh, my, my daughter sings Moana in the back of the car. Yeah, I mean,
1: no matter how sick she was, she was back there singing. Because
0: kids don't even know what sick is. They're, like, no. they, the kids will be like literally halfway dying, and they're just like having a good old time. They'll be it's fine, amazing.
1: and then you get what they get, they have, and you're like, you had this yeah, the whole time. how did you survive? Gotta and survive. they're just like
0: they're sick and they're coughing and they're just like running around and life Oh my life. gosh, yeah. yeah. So
1: it's, this February has been rough, y'all. A lot of work um, that we're doing. We're doing a lot of different projects. We have a lot of stuff launching this week, like new stuff, and it's just like I I live the life, and I'm doing like this huge project for a magazine, and so living the life of somebody that actually gets on the industry for, as I said last week, is like draining, <laughs> like yeah, draining. You've been talking to people I've talked to, lot talk this to month. people <laughs> a lot. It's worth it because it's all everything's really cool that we're working on, but it's oh man, it's a lot. We need people.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting <clears throat> month. And I'm trying to work ahead this month. So I'm really working through my weekends, which is something that I haven't really done in a long time because I really wanted to have better work-life balance. Um, so I've been good at that. But right now I'm like, I but really want gonna, to have the least amount of work. Exactly. Gonna like, I'm going to be it's gone for about two weeks in Europe. So I'm like, I just want to work ahead and try not yeah. to work I feel like there. that's
1: a pro tip. Like, yeah. if you are going somewhere, which we will be, you know, in April and in May, like, obviously that's what we're trying to, like, front load right now. Exactly. Because when you know you're going somewhere, please don't hold off on things until you're gone because you say, oh, yeah, I have Wi-Fi or whatever. And you're, of course, you're going to have Wi-Fi, but, but you're just, not going to you bring your... you never know. Yeah, yeah You now. never
0: know what your days are going to be like. And, you know, of course, I'm going to bring, like, my laptop and I will do a little bit of work on there, but I really want to keep it gonna exactly,
1: yeah, It's not going to be, exactly, it's not more like
0: when I'm exhausted and I don't feel like walking around anymore then I might sit at a cafe and like get a little bit of work done but for the most part I'm gonna try to not work a ton um, so I'm just you know working through my weekends right now and just trying to get all the things done so that when I'm there it's just you're there you go. don't have to
1: worry and be stressed about work stuff when you're trying to I'm just gonna pretend that I'm just
0: like some sort of like in some alternate reality where America doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> and all these problems I was to say, that sounds happening. like
1: a lot of everyone's <laughs> reality uh, in yeah, real life. Yeah, like, so. I'm just
0: going to, like, I'm, it's funny because I was actually not in the country during the electoral vote, um, and I obviously was during, in the country during the inauguration, but it was nice to not be here during, like, to be <laughs> honest, like, it was, like, nice to not be here during the uh, electoral vote, so i am happy to leave the country again and just kind of like have a break from
1: have a break and then you know my friend was in ireland right after the election and so she uh was like ireland all the people the irish people were just like what's wrong with you guys like are you guys okay like did you not watch brexit like what's wrong with you people
0: like a small like fisherman town in Ireland, where they said like you can move there. Like yeah, they were just. Have, she was like the whole time she was there. She they couldn't. Her
1: and her husband couldn't go anywhere without. I them I kind of being... want
0: to like go check it
1: out. <laughs> can I be adopted? Yes, yeah, they're please. like you can
0: move here. You don't have to. Like, Asylum have a, for that. Like a different. Yeah, yeah, it's like anyone who's American is allowed to. Because not a lot of people live there. So I'm like, oh, mm. well, they want to up
1: their population. Yeah, i really like cute. we might. We might. I feel like that that's out. the kind of place where you do a town card annually, and then they get excited about all the new members of it. Like I'm like fantasizing. It's town. so
0: beautiful. Like I, I, like I watched a video on it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds
1: cute.
0: Uh, so today we are going to be talking about how to be a good podcast guest. And the reason that we're going to discuss this is because we have so many people asking us. Basically this question, like, I want to be on, you know, more podcasts, I want to be a guest, what should I know, what do I need to do? Some people, I think, think that it's harder than it is.
1: Yeah. Um, And I haven't really seen a ton of resources dedicated to this specific topic, which is why I think it's so broad and open and why everybody has their own style of approaching or trying to figure this out. And so... We just want to give you our take from the year that we've been getting pitches and all this and different stuff. And keep in mind,
0: like we're both friends with other people that own podcasts. So we kind of have an idea of like what they think. So this stuff like wouldn't even just necessarily apply to us, but it yeah. apply to. And other I've been a guest on podcasts, podcasts before, well. exactly. so it's just like yeah, you know. it's it's stuff that it's not the most complicated. But if you don't know to prepare or think about anything ahead of time, then you might not. Right, know. it could be. Not even the disaster. Yeah, it, but I it's mean, not as great as it could be.
1: People take a lot of the resources towards guest blogging to apply mm-hmm. it towards podcasting. And while some of different. it is the similar, a lot of it is very, very different. Podcasting is just a very different medium and the rules are very different. So you really can't judge the same things that you base a blog off of, so...
0: So when you're going into the idea of being um, a guest on a podcast, there's kind of two different ways to go about that. One is that you're pitching to podcasts. So you're saying, okay, I'm really into this one. I think this one would be a good fit. And then you go pitch them. And the other is that you accept an invitation um, of someone reaching out to you and saying, hey, I would love for you to be on this podcast. They might already have a topic for you, or maybe they'll be interested in hearing what you have to say. So let's kind of talk a little bit about pitching first. Yeah. You go. <laughs> so I've never
1: pitched a podcast. I've always been invited to be on them. So I personally haven't done that. I probably never would.
0: You're like, hey girl, hey, I'm To be
1: honest. <laughs> uh, just because I, I mean, there are podcasts that I really love that are like pop culture related and I feel like I should be a guest on the party, but like, no, I should not. Um, mm-hmm. So we get, but we get a lot of pitches and we I do. think we've, we've gotten a lot in the past here, which is awesome. But I think um, when you're pitching, it's almost like, you know, that cold calling that people do instead of personalizing and I think that has a lot to do with why yes you may get a lot of if you're just sending this email out and you're just changing the to whom it may concern at the top and you're sending it to like 9,000 podcasts because you're trying to get your topic or your book or whatever you're, you're in course and stuff um seen or heard I guess by a different audience it's not really the best way to approach I really think you should pitch podcasts that you actually like
0: And I think that's something that people who don't necessarily have a podcast, like let's say you have a blog and you're like, oh, a podcast is just like a blog – but it's talking. It's not. The thing is, is like with a blog, you could decide to get all your content done for the whole month right. in a few days. If you really wanted to, like you could do that. You could say, I'm going to sit, work eight hours, going to work for like this week and have, you know, content for the rest of the month or whatever. You cannot do that when you have a podcast because no. you literally have to be here talking for an hour. Right. And that's just the recording part. Like It's like radio you know, shows. Like radio shows
1: are like every day for a reason. People don't just batch load their radio yeah, show Yeah, so because
0: of that, it's like, I think it's harder to find people who fit because you're talking in person And there's a lot more time involved in it. If you, if I'm getting somebody to just, you know, if I'm interviewing somebody on the blog, I can just send them over some questions. It doesn't matter if we vibe well or not. It's just like, like I have the women in business series and I've, I've had that for like three years now and I interview tons of women and it's, yeah, it's very focused on them. We don't have to have a vibe. It's just like they answer the questions. They give me their information. It's not really something where we need to hit it off or, or not. Like, whereas here, like in order for the show to go well, like you and I have to really both vibe with that person. And, you know be able to like banter back and yeah. forth and that sort of thing I definitely
1: think people um assume like guest blogging I think a lot and I never did this when I took guest bloggers I really I've always been one of those people that don't care about social media numbers like it doesn't it literally doesn't mean anything to me um because I'm not like worried about you trying to grow my audience my audience is fine I'm introducing you to my audience and so when you're pitching a podcast telling me you have 15,000 followers on Twitter doesn't mean anything if you can't interview well yeah, that's just the reality. You have to have the skill to be able to have a conversation and have a good relationship between the two of us, not just one of us. And so, if you can't banter back and forth between two guests, it doesn't matter how many followers you have because the, your followers are going to find out. First exactly. of all, I think it's probably worse for you because your followers are going to get really excited, and all these people are going to listen. And they're going to be like, "Wow!" wow that was so not... this is because exactly. you're better written than you are mm-hmm. spoken. Um, so which is fine. yeah, not everybody should be on, on a podcast,
0: but that's fine. Um, so I think a perfect pitch, which, you know, would look somewhat like you letting them know why you belong on this particular podcast, as opposed to just a blanketed like, you know, you're I did saying, this thing. It's yeah. I don't want
1: your press release. Like, yeah, I really it's like
0: let us know what what makes sense as to why you should be particularly here as opposed to just any podcast. Right. Um, because there's ways. So, you know, hey, like I listen to it or I really like this segment of so and so's podcast or whatever it is. Um And then the other thing is accepting an invitation. So... Well, I was going to say before
1: we move to invitations. Just kidding. kidding. I like what I just thought about that. (laughs) When you're pitching to us specifically, just because it's a podcast for women of color doesn't mean that you have to let us know that you're not... A person of color.
0: Yes, you Spoiler are allowed alert. to be white <laughs> can, or any other type um, of person. You don't we, have to be. We know. <laughs> a woman, it's totally it's, fine. It's just
1: very awkward when you do that, and it's like you don't have yeah. to. It's, That's
0: the only thing is like most of you, if we click through your social media or whatever, or we just like hear your name, we will probably know that well, you're. But either if, if you've gone to whatever. to so our, our site like, and
1: you've seen our interviews it's never it's not all people of color at all it's so that adding in that tidbit honestly makes me feel like you don't even listen to the show why should i consider you to be on here because you're not like a special snowflake (laughs) like hey i'm the only white person that's ever been in your show it's like no and then we have people
0: that'll like ask and we've said it before yeah Like, people will be like, oh, am I allowed to be on it? It's like, yes, yeah, yeah, this is not.
1: Restrooms in North Carolina, you can
0: come come in. That's not how we're we're working it here. So, yeah, so for invitations, um, I think number one is to just obviously let them know yes or no. Like, don't let it hang in the air. Um, And to be clear that you understand still, like, even though you're not pitching out to this, particular place you still want to know what the podcast is be aware of like what its content is no you don't need to listen to every episode but listen to an episode or two to kind of get acquainted with it and make sure that the topic that they're proposing to you if they have proposed a topic to you is one that you actually understand really well and you think that you can speak on because there's a difference between being able to understand something and then actually being able to like speak on it for 20 minutes to an hour however long it is that they want you to speak
1: um, and just be aware when you're getting invitation an invitation to pitching at all of the length of the podcast because our podcast is a little you know it's a long form podcast it's 45 60 minutes most of the time so our interviews tend to be about 20 minutes long 20 mm-hmm. to 30 minutes um, so if you're not equipped and you don't feel comfortable then this probably isn't the best podcast for you however there are many podcasts where the interviews are like 10 minutes long yeah and the podcast is only 20 minutes long so there's not that there's not an option for you but you just need to go and make sure that you know the show really well so that you can be able to already know hey i'm going to be talking about this for 20 minutes so i need yeah. to really bring my personality in. and really be yourself because i really think when you are um, accepting an invitation we're obviously telling you that we really like you we really like yeah, your work we really absolutely. like what you're doing So don't be afraid to be you. You don't need to be any of our other guests or be us. We want you on the podcast for who you are.
0: So I think if you've accepted the invitation, you're not super familiar with a particular podcast, or even if you are kind of familiar with it, I think that before your um, interview date comes up, it's a really good time to get to know the podcast a little bit more. Um, Whether that means, I mean, obviously just listening to it is, is, you know, pretty standard. Um, If there's anybody who is, has been interviewed who maybe you already know who that person is. Yeah. Maybe you guys are in the Listening same circle. Listening to their episode. do the same things or um, maybe you don't know them but like you guys have similar topics or whatever. That's a great episode to listen to to make sure that you're maybe making some different points. Um, so yeah, just just kind of make sure that you're just you want to research the podcast right. you want to know what you're being a part of and that's a
1: good tip, big for listeners too like a lot of our listeners are regular listeners they've been listening since day one or whenever and so when you bring up things like that have happened because if you're a photographer and we had another photographer on the Podcast. If you mention something about what they say, and you say, "Hey, I remember an episode so and so when you had so and so on," you I really agree gold with that point. Star goal, gold- <laughs> star. star. And, like, internet high five, and I mean people will well, really. And under- then the
0: other thing is, like, I feel like we try to guide people in interviews. So, like, let's say somebody was making a repeat like point. You and I would probably try to like right. steer them away. But if they don't know why we're trying to, like, they're going to be like, "Why are, they why are you making-? shutting it's, me like, down?" It's like we're trying to not have you repeat like a twenty-minute process that someone else is. Yeah, to, you know what I mean. So it's like maybe giving a few listens to some episode so it's a smart plan. I feel like you wouldn't go probably guest star on a TV show. If you've never seen it. If you've the never show, seen it. Oh my gosh. Because you wouldn't want to interact with these characters that are like known and beloved. Not to say that we are, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> We're known and beloved. We do even have to be known and beloved? <laughs> but you but you, just you wouldn't want go. to go yeah. on and interact with those characters and and not know how everything works on that show. And so it's it's the same sort of thing like you don't want to come into a podcast and not really understand any elements of it yeah. and just jump right in.
1: Definitely. because And then you also, you know, you avoid having huge, like, I don't know, it's always awkward because I've listened to, there's a particular podcast that I loved when it first came out and then, like, it's one host and so she's super sweet but the problem is she was having all these people, I don't know if she was inviting them or they were pitching or whatever the case, but there were guests who obviously didn't agree with her at all like about like her philosophy or her life or anything and so it was really combative. Towards mm. like it when the popularity and it grew about like, like a year and a half in and you know, she's not the type of person, obviously, to be combative and so. Yeah, I just it wasn't could like not... the
0: point wasn't necessarily to right. and have Exactly. Like, those so I definitely
1: could not listen to it. Like I stopped listening to it because I felt like people were just going on our podcast to, you know, at that point just to like argue with this poor sweet person. And I was like, I can't listen to this when you know, you, you... Why would you do that, first of all? Or if you don't agree with someone's views sp- specifically, like, just don't be on their podcast. Yeah. Like, this isn't a radio show where you fight back and forth and you Unless, try Unless, push- like,
0: you're someone cool like, you know, Phoebe Robinson. Like, I could see yeah. her having a podcast where people came out and argued... Right. To her and she would well, be yeah, like... Well, yeah, that's different. That would be different.
1: <laughs> but, like, I mean, but like, yeah. on a business podcast, I'll be it's like, oh, I'm going to that- fight with you about Squarespace... Are you gonna fight with us about wicks? Like, don't go the fuck
0: How, to fight how to do people gonna... even fight about those things? That's so crazy. Yeah. I kind of need to get the name of this because I'm like, I need to understand how this happened. Yeah. Um. So being knowledgeable of the topic or the questions that you're going to be speaking about is incredibly important. Um. And a lot of people will say like, oh, well, I'm gonna talk about like you know, let's say social media. So everything's gonna be fine. Okay, but what specifically are you going to right. talk about? Because are you gonna go in and talk about the different platforms like you know, Facebook versus Twitter? versus you know, um, Instagram? Or are you going to go in and talk about like social media marketing campaigns? Are you going to talk about you know, Keeping up with the different changes that happen are you gonna talk about like images and like their impact or like There's just so many different elements of it So make sure that you're getting with the host and you're getting to the specifics of what you're going to be discussing A lot of hosts will send out um, either like a guideline or questions ahead of time, which is something that we kind of do Um, It's and we normally work off of a guideline when we're just the two of us too because we want to make sure that we're sticking to our points uh, so we kind of, you know, we'll send that to guests ahead of time. So they, they can kind of prepare and say, OK, these are the things that I need to know. And for someone like I think about uh, Michelle from the Holistic Wallet. Yeah. Who we had on. And I remember that episode, we had like a thunderstorm. Oh, yeah. It and was it was, was so or I think it was on her, her end. End, yeah, and she had and a it thunderstorm. Was, like, it was the sound quality was so bad. But everyone loves that episode because her information was so great yeah. because she works you know, in accounting and with finances. And she worked
1: past it. Like, she didn't let, like, the terrible sound quality completely chip exactly. her up. Exactly, like, so there was
0: so much, like, wonderful information in it. And she she had a lot of, like, specifics, right? Because you're talking yeah. about money. So it's like, you need to get into a little bit more of, like, the specifics of things. So she really took that outline and made sure that she had, like, she did her research yeah. and knew what she was going to be bringing to the table.
1: Right. Most of the time when we ask somebody to be on the podcast, we mostly would like someone to... to be a, more knowledgeable than like we're actually excited to kind of learn from. Yeah, them, we should be do learning different. From we should that. be nine from times them. out of ten, unless they do um, what we
0: do. Like, yeah, we should be learning from. And, which is and exciting. even if even if they do. what yeah, we Yeah, I we think some people be be get
1: nervous them. or afraid because they're like, "Oh, you have a podcast, so you're an expert in what you do." And it's like, "No, I'm not an expert, and that's why I'm inviting people on because I think they're they're better." We're dope at
0: talking. That's what we can do. <laughs> <But they> can, <laughs> like I feel like you're, what you're doing is probably
1: more amazing than what I'm doing, and I want my guests to learn from you. Even if I know what you're doing, but still, the people who are listening don't. There's so many people who are starting out. And so don't just make an assumption that just because we've been in, like, I've been, you know, in business for 10 plus years that I know what I'm doing about everything that you're doing. No, that's not the case. That's why I'm asking you or I'm inspecting your pitch. I really want you to just show off a little bit. Just Mm -hmm. be like, hey, I'm good at what I do. Like, I'm the boss at this.
0: Well, and you have to think about the fact that people are tuning in to learn from you. They're not turning, like, they're not tuning in to be like... I'm so much better than whoever this person is I'm listening to. Like they're they're literally coming, and they're excited. They see like, oh, this one's gonna be about, you know, right creating systems. And they're they're tuning in because they want to learn about that. Right. So show off and give us your knowledge because that's that's what we're here to learn and that's what our listeners do. You're professor
1: from you. for a day. Exactly. Like it's exciting.
0: Exactly. So the next point would be and this is something that is goes on both ends, is checking in beforehand. So most of the time, like for us, we send out a calendar alert that says, yeah. Hey guys, we're gonna be Working together next week. Just a reminder, I think that most podcasts probably do this. At least the people that I know who own podcasts. Obviously, I don't know everyone in the whole world, but I would imagine that. I think the moment you get accepted
1: to do a podcast, the smart thing um, or any event is to write it down and put it on a calendar Mm -hmm. uh, immediately. (laughs) Like that would be the. the, In case you haven't done that before, because I think sometimes people get lost in the shuffle and they think podcasting is a little bit more casual. And, uh, it's not. It's not.
0: <laughs> so if they've written to you, then and they check in with you, then just make sure that you respond back. And like, say, yes, can't I'm wait to see there. you can't tomorrow. Wait. And if it's a situation where you haven't heard from them and it's a few days out, I would, for me, I would, yeah, I'm definitely that like, type of person, Be like, hey, hey just, just making make sure. sure, yeah, I, I do that, like, if I told somebody, Charisma that does
1: there, that all the time, yeah, she did it today, I did it
0: today, because we were <laughs> at a different time, and I'm like, and I talked to you probably, what, two days ago, you or whatever, did. But I, like, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure, because I saw you on Instagram, and you were out doing fancy I was in, things, out in the streets. and I was like, oh, I don't know, I just want to make sure that everything's still good, so I always do that, because I just don't want to, you know, well, you don't want to show up somewhere and then when, like an not, yeah, exactly. Nobody shows so up, so I just always um, make sure to check in before. So make sure that you're checking in with them, um, and if they're not reaching out to you, you go ahead and check in with them, and maybe tell them, hey, maybe you should get a good system in a nice way. Tell them, yeah. But I, I do think it's something that would be beneficial. Constructive to be coming criticism
1: from should be, the, yeah, yeah <laughs> that should be an open-ended thing when you host a venue where you're accepting exactly, other people. Exactly, to be on it.
0: So the next one is. I don't want to say it's the most important, but it's pretty damn important, and that is showing up. Mm, too soon. <laughs> too soon. It's too soon. Too soon. So, yeah, I mean, believe it or not, there are times where people just won't show up, and of course, things happen, right? I mean, yeah. this is we definitely this year. If, to, if I had somebody
1: like they had an emergency and they couldn't tell, yeah, them, like, they can get in touch with me. Just in time, like anything that's fine. else, like
0: if someone has an emergency, like if family first, health first. Safety first. You money know. first. <laughs> so it's like anything <laughs> like If that somebody's going to pay you like
1: a five-figure check, then you could skip exactly, on our podcast and go exactly. pick up that money. Like, like that's know, fine. you know, I think
0: that a lot of people will have things ahead of time. Like, they'll know ahead of time. Like, hey, I'm not going to be able to make this time. Can we switch it? And I think yeah. that with most podcasts, as long as they're not having like six people hosting, then it shouldn't, shouldn't be too hard. Ooh. Like, I know for us it's not incredibly right. hard to reschedule as long as we have like a little bit of notice. Um... Of course, the day before isn't great or the same day isn't great. But, you know, when you have emergencies, things happen and that's fine. But what I'm talking about is, like, when you just don't show up at like, all, and you don't respond to, when, like, anything. When we're just calling you yeah, on Yeah, Skype and we're, call- we're here calling you with our headphones on, and, and you're just not, not showing there. up. there. <laughs> yeah. So, this has happened before. Um, and I'm, I'm sure that, it's like... It's going to happen
1: again. Like, it definitely yeah, never happened Yeah, and I'm been, sure yeah. that,
0: like, some listeners out there are probably, like, shocked right now. They're like, oh my god, like, who would do that? But it's like, people do that. Yeah, that's life, girl. People do
1: that. It's like making an appointment with your hairstylist and not showing Like, it's just anybody that has to take appointments or has, like interactions with people meetings
0: well and the thing for us specifically and I'm sure all podcasts like people who have podcasts is like you come in thinking that you're talking about a specific topic so you get your headspace in that topic and yeah. you're ready to interview this person and and whatever and then you come in and it's like oh cool like after you know 20 30 minutes of not being able to contact them then you're like well we've got to record up- and so then you have to write an episode right there and be ready to go it's a bit annoying. Not gonna lie, <laughs> it's a little bit. It's little not bit. not my favorite. A um, little
1: bit, y'all. So I
0: would say, unless there's some sort of emergency, and even an emergency, just like if you're meeting mm-hmm. someone in person, you would never. I, I think if you were going to go on a TV show, you know, and be interviewed, oh, well, like I think on some people, news, when they're in an
1: emergency, they, they're, your brain's just not there, yeah. especially if it's something you've never dealt with, and and that's totally fine. Like if something is that this habit, case, so um, out. <laughs> I don't know what happened a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> I but, still yeah, don't so know what like, happened. Send a,
0: send a text or something like that to just say, like, hey, signal, I'm or carrier emergency, something. <laughs> or at least at the very least, like when your emergency is over, write them yeah. after the fact and say, Hey, I'm so sorry this happened, you know, whatever. But if it's not an emergency, then what are you doing? Just just get your schedule in, in, in order. Yeah. I mean, but
1: people are like that. I mean, the same thing I was talking about that today at the event we went to, because people just say they're going to do things and then they just don't do it. That's life unfortunately at the expense of other people. <laughs> people out
0: here in these streets acting a mess
1: oh my goodness well and also we talk about following up and sharing yeah, make so. sure you share after you're on a podcast
0: yeah, I. Well, so when we were talking about this. I was like, I and I think that this is like a great point to make for what did I say? I was like, and in, in addition, and like you know, going above and beyond. You are like, girl, that's not above and beyond. That's just like basic. Yeah, like, like if like, you are on somebody's that platform, true. that is true. I feel like true. it's I agree just you. like
1: you are not like that's just common courtesy of mm-hmm. like first of all, podcast editing is not like my favorite thing to do in the world. I have actual, what?
0: I have so actual shocking. job. Um, you don't just love just sitting there like, oh, looking at man. everyone's squiggly squeak, lines squeak, like, squeak. yes, give me life. <laughs> sounds,
1: <laughs> sounds fantastic. Um, so, you know, for me to go out of my way and put all this together and do the graphics and all this stuff in the show notes and just make sure people are aware of who you are and make sure I'm pushing you. Then I feel like it's just like a common courtesy. Be like, yeah. oh, FYI, I was on this podcast the other day. Just and so it's, you know.
0: It's also just like, why would you want to waste your own time? Like you come out here
1: yeah, and record and a podcast record. and then you don't talk about it yeah. ever again. And I see that that's on weird. so
0: many like so many podcasts that I follow and it'll it's interesting. It'll be people that I like I follow the person and right. I follow the podcast and then I'll see the podcast post like, Oh we have this so person and, so and, and I'm like, like, Oh so that's so awesome but I'm like then I'll look through and I don't see this person nope. posting on any platform yeah. about it. Ever and I'm just like I don't really understand why, especially because some of these podcasts are like massive, well-known right. podcasts. I'm like, why would you not? I mean, it's just a- another way to promote yourself. And if you don't think that it's worth promoting the episode, then probably don't be on the like. It might <laughs> not be the right fit for you to be on that podcast in the first or place. Any
1: podcast, really? I
0: I, I can mm-hmm. imagine going and speaking to a podcast, spending the time talking about it, and then just never. I mean, it's the same thing it.
1: as being a speaker at an event, or exactly. you know, like I. You Know, was on a panel, I shared stuff. All she was like, Could you please share it? Yeah, I can share it. it tickets were like 10 bucks. I'm doing the WordPress event on Tuesday, I'm gonna be sharing that too. And then, like, you know, I'm doing um the blog event in Philly in April. Share like, it's just that's just like common sense. Like, if yeah. I'm being accepted to do something, if somebody asks me to do something, then it's just my like the easiest thing I can do is just tweet about it or put it on Instagram or put it on my Facebook, like, or just, just very retweet easy. even
0: what. Yeah, you don't have to come up with a
1: fancy like (laughs) message or anything. You don't need to write it. Hey guys, I'm gonna be
0: over here. Check me out, and that's it. Literally,
1: it's 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 not that challenging. And it's
0: honestly like it's just it's one of those things. Like if you're not promoting it, I just feel like again you probably I don't want to say you wasted your time because you still had the experience of like being on the podcast and whatever. But I, I just feel like it's if you're running a business that is at the end of what, when you do something, when you create something, you should be marketing it at the end of that. Uh, so it's like, make sure that you're going ahead and sharing that with your your audience and your listeners and letting people know. Um, and I also think that it would be cool to follow up with the podcast. And if you're interested, like, you know, cause for us, there's certain people we don't want to have on like back to back, right? Because it's like, we're, we're not gonna like talking about the same thing over and over yeah. again. But there are people that are, multi or whatever the new word is that they want to like you know i call them just like hyphenated preneurs because you just are doing all these different things i just so, feel
1: like it's entrepreneur and you just have yeah, you like just five or all six different, different channels of income so it's like
0: if you if you have different things that you can talk about like reach out at the end yeah. of the podcast and be like hey guys i really enjoyed doing the podcast but with did you. you know i'm
1: starting like a yeah. boot camp let's talk about my boot camp or whatever we can always talk nice. about that in the
0: future just let them know that you're open to things because if you just kind of Disappear. you know you do it and then you disappear even if you you know you shared it and you liked it and whatever but it's like there are still opportunities i think especially in not all podcasts have longevity and are going to be around for years but i mean we're already in our second year and i feel like the first year just went by like nothing yeah um so we could definitely there's you know, people we that we do... had on last year that i would yeah. have on again for exactly sure.
1: yeah we'll definitely have panel episodes we'll definitely have episodes in the future where we're gonna have people want to ask people to be on again just because I like some people's perspectives on exactly. things. People live in certain a- regional areas that mm-hmm. we don't live in. So maybe there will be something that we specifically affects us that we do that we're like, hey, let's get somebody on the West Coast to take on it. We already talked to these people. We love them. So why not just have them on again versus exactly. researching someone else? So there's just different ways that you don't know how you can be involved until you ask.
0: So just follow up just to be sure. And then, you know, like for us, I know that we are starting a we have a blog, but we're yeah. starting to post more on that blog. And actually, if you're interested, this is a good time to pitch this to you right now. We are looking for contributors. Uh, So if you head to our Instagram page, you can see a little bit more about the specifications. But you can just basically email us, send us a few, um, like, uh, what's posts your, posts or articles yeah, anything or that you've written, examples, examples of your writing and just like a short super short bio it doesn't have to be anything fancy but just to see I if you're a good fit yeah just to see if you're a good fit um, for being a contributor but yeah so it's like that's another way that if somebody was one of our past guests now we are bringing in a lot of our past guests in to contribute to the blog so if you're on a different podcast and they might have a blog or they might have some sort of Facebook group or something else where your skills could be utilized and you can get your name out there more and just contribute more. So, you know, be sure to just follow up with them and let them know that you're interested in being involved.
1: Yeah. And if you're like not comfortable about talking about something or you don't feel like you're knowledgeable enough to to speak on it, you probably feel really boss at writing. So I feel Mm -hmm. like that's such a good opportunity.
0: Yeah. I love writing about things more than I like speaking about them, actually. So I'm sense.
1: like the opposite right now, just because I don't have time. I love. Writing. I like. I love okay. writing. I just don't have time. Like it makes me so sad because it's what I want to do rather than talk about it. But I'm like, well, what people keep do? asking me to come talk about things, so I might as well come talk about it. That's true. Oh my goodness.
0: So yeah. So let us know if there's anything else that you think uh, we should be adding to how to be a good podcast guest if you've if you've been a guest or if you have a podcast and you're like this is really let me tell you about our
1: experience yeah (laughs)
0: please go ahead and send that in because we'll definitely add that like in the show notes and tweet it out and all that good stuff because i think any way to help people just make the most out of their guest experience is what we want to be doing so we have some listener questions listener questions
1: if you have questions email us at hello at heart and hustle podcast.com or you can go to heartandhustlepodcast.com and go to our contact page and fill out the form and just say hey, i got
0: questions, help me. <laughs> help me. I hope that the la- the next like email we get Should, says that. Uh, in just the help, me. Line. help me. Help me. Help me. Help me, <laughs> help me I'm poor. Oh, that's literally
1: um. it. I say that every single day of my life. I say
0: it every day of, my life, you, and it's true. Every day of my life. Thank but you Kristen yeah. Wig. Thank you Brian. It's like my life motto. <laughs> um, okay, so our first one is how do you prioritize items during your work day? So <laughs> uh, my job is really weird. I do a lot of different things. I don't even talk about all of them on the podcast because it's just like I could just talk about all the things I do all day and it's a lot. Um, so for me, and I don't want this to sound the wrong way, but I kind of prioritize things based on how much money I get from them, if that makes sense. How does um, that sound wrong? <laughs> I don't want it to sound like I'm money hungry, but, you know, a lot of my priorities are going to be like, where is... The most money coming when you from, and those- have
1: fast passes at Disney, <laughs> you are more important than the people who stand in the regular line. So just think about these, it; these are your fast yeah, passes. Yeah,
0: they're my fast passes. <laughs> so I definitely I prioritize my clients that I work with on branding and social media more than anything else, just because that's where. Um, A lot of my money comes in. Um, I prioritize clients that book my entire package, where they're getting a website, they're getting new branding, and they're getting social media services because they're they're going to be making me the most money, and they're
1: long term. And I was saying, yeah, the
0: long, like the special, like long term ones are the ones that um, I do social media for monthly because, like, they um, they're locked in for six months. Now that doesn't mean I don't get everyone's work done because I certainly do, and of course, there's some of it has to do with like who responded in what order. But, like, right. so I would say, in general, anything to do with 725 Creative is first. And then, for me, um, Equal and Forever is second because I make a lot less money with Equal and Forever. I love it. I'm super passionate about it. It is very important to me. But I for two years, I didn't make any money with it at all. Right. Um, so it's definitely... That's how I prioritize is that 725 Creative is gonna be number one and Equal and Forever is going to be number two. And then if I have any time left over, then I'm trying to blog, but a lot of times I don't. So if you go to my blog, it'll be like I'll have like one fabulous post and then it'll be like three weeks and then maybe <laughs> another one you know two, later on. Four months. Um yeah, <laughs> and then as far as like what I do specifically, for me a lot of that depends on how I feel at each part of the day. So just because I'm like, just because, like, something might be a little bit more easier to do or harder to do, like, it just depends on what, what time of the day. Right. So, like, for me, like, in the morning, I'm going to be better at doing things like answering emails, stuff like that, and in the afternoon, I'm better at being creative. I don't know why. That's just how I feel. Sometimes it's even the evening that I want to be creative. So, if I'm working, like, I don't stop myself from working in the evening if it's something that is fun to me. Yeah. So, for You're example... just going to keep going. Yeah, like, I was doing all of the um, design work for... Um, Keep Her Safe's, like, new campaign that I'm doing. And it was, like, fun. Like, I was, like, coming up with these, like, fun quotes and sayings and yada, yada. And so I was just enjoying it. So I was, like, doing it in the evening and, like, watching TV while I did it. Whereas, like, if I'm answering emails, I can't be I'm going to email com- you at 7
1: p.m. I can't be <laughs> that
0: calm, like... You know, yeah. situ- I can't have like TV on in the back. like, I have to be like in front of it and like yeah. just, so I would, it, it would look like I prioritize my emails since I'm doing them first, but it doesn't mean that they're more important. I just happen to work better in the morning with emails and boring stuff. <laughs> nothing emails that have to be boring but you know i'm just saying I mean, no but it's like <laughs> uh,
1: monotonous work like yes. things that are just repetitive yeah. and not really yeah. While it requires a lot of thought it's more communicative and you also you also are trying to be effective so you're trying to be short and efficient with emails and trying to get things across versus let me write you an essay about literally like, your life. and you and
0: i are so the opposite with emails too because all my emails like i don't want to say they're all long but they're all longer than yours whereas yeah. like your emails i have to remind myself like Angelica still loves me, even though she just <laughs> responded with two words. Because I'm still like, "Okay, good morning, face. hello, princess, face. star, yeah. asterisk." Like, and it's not even like Emology. you don't do anything bad. Like, I'll be like, "Hey, what time are we meeting tomorrow?" And you'll write back, "You'll write back five and then I'll be like. <laughs> oh, does she hate me now? Did I do something wrong? And then I have to remember, like, no, she just is efficient. Like that's all yeah, it is. Like definitely. she's not gonna be like, Five thirty, can't wait to see you. Bye. <laughs> Happy face, smelly face. Like that's how I feel like I am and you're just like five thirty and then I'm like, Oh my god, she hates me now. <laughs>
1: wait, I'm so used to it. It's so funny because like most and I like that's how we text we'll be like, See you <laughs> Okay. Five thirty yeah. like but that's how I am with most things, especially if it's just trying to be efficient. And that's how I am because I like, do so many different things. So prioritizing items. I'm um, in the morning, I'm actually like the opposite, more creative, but I do my emails in the morning too just because I feel like I need to get it out of the way (laughs) Um, and just get it done. So I try to email and sometimes I, I come home or from an event or something, if I'm up late, I'll email or in the middle of the night, I'll email and just boomerang it. And I talked about this at my panel. If you don't have boomerang and you use Gmail, I don't know how you're living. Uh, Boomerang just lets you schedule emails and and allows you to follow mm-hmm. up and it's just this amazing tool. So I'll put it link in the show notes. We talked about it before. So I literally email people all the time at weird times and then I just schedule it for the first thing in the morning. Um, and I like to have them randomly tell me what t- tell me what time versus me telling what time it is. So that way I don't feel like completely insane. So if you get an email from me at like eight o'clock in the morning on the dot, you know it's scheduled. Like I didn't yeah. get to my desk at eight o'clock. And, and then just, like
0: specifically wait right. until it's <laughs> eight and you're like, <laughs> boom, said, send, right,
1: that perfection. Did, that did not happen. Um, so uh, that's a lot of times I try to be, and I, again, like I said, I'm very like bulletproof, like bulletproof, bullet, well it is bulletproof, but bullet points in the emails to make sure that nothing gets Lost in translation.
0: Bulletproof was like a new thing that I need to know about. let me write it down (laughs) right here. I'll download Bulletproof
1: tonight. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a bulletproof method of getting things or communication across is using bullet points because that way things aren't lost in between paragraphs. I think a lot of people read and they see a bunch of paragraphs and they see a lot of stuff and so they miss the important details and we found that a lot in our emails, Um, Mm -hmm. especially because we do projects that are just so everything's so different. So we just make sure that the points are right there up front just so you know you don't forget because it was point number three Mm -hmm. and then send it all out so I try to do that um in terms of like the morning try to be super creative and get things done um I'm at the point now because my workload is so busy it's not like it it's not like it was last year at all like we are like non-stop 24 7 so I feel like I'm just creating all the time versus me feeling like oh I can only create when I feel like it it's not like you don't have a choice no more because you got a lot of clients so you can create when you have to um but I do I'm trying I am still good at taking breaks so I will like get up walk away do some sun as I've always said um just t- clear my mind, and do other stuff, but I really am at this point right now where I'm literally working from, like, seven to seven, <laughs> and then even, like, afterwards, networking is... To me, networking is work. Like, I'm really, like... It is. I'm it on. Is. I'm not, like... It's enjoyable, but it's not, like, I'm going to go on a vacation and relax when I'm doing this. I'm really, like... Especially things where I'm speaking, I'm it's my job, you know, I'm really on, so I've really been working non stop, which is it's a little different and it's really you know high gear for us and we probably won't slow down for at least probably the rest of the year honestly the way things are looking in our pipeline so I'm really getting adjusted to having this new like I don't know Olivia Pope hat mm-hmm. where you just work all the time so it's really I'm just prioritizing things based on number one emergencies um anything that's you know, again, our retainer clients are always going to come yeah. first because they pay us on a regular basis. That's the part. That's the benefit of being a retainer is that you're important and we want to put you first. Um, we want to make sure that we prioritize. I try to have meetings early or I try to not have meetings super early. But I try to have meetings in the mid afternoon to late afternoon just because I feel like I'm not as creative during that time. And I also want to take advantage of people's office hours. So I don't want people to be out and about just driving all over town early in the morning trying to get coffee first thing in the morning and try to be productive because a lot of people aren't morning people and when you've ever had a meeting with a person that's not a morning person it's like nails on a chalkboard. They're just not there. Yeah,
0: like, what was the point of this? <laughs> They're
1: like, what's the point? So I'm okay with taking two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock meetings. That's fine. So I really do just try to prioritize work items. Um, again, we use Asana, so we have everything in our workflow. We um, kind of use an agile method with our projects. So we kind of waterfall everything. We have, spr- you know, we just kind of do everything like a, an average agency, I feel like, would do. Anybody that's ever worked for an agency kind of understands those terms and understand what that means. And that's really what we do. It's how I go in and I see my tasks. I move things up Based on the due dates, anything that's due closer, obviously, is going to get done first versus something that's not due until, like, March or April. So and that's just a lot of it. I also try to do um, admin stuff in the the evenings, too, a little bit. So I've kind of gone to... In, if I'm not invoicing first thing in the morning while I'm doing emails because the emails don't take me that long, then I'll just do it in the evenings and be like, FYI, because, you know, money's important. I'm just money is
0: important. Take care of
1: the money side. And we've been doing different systems that I'm tracking... Incoming because again, like I said, we're so busy. So I'm trying to keep track of things better And uh, make sure that I'm on top of things and so we have like a different workflow So using that on top of zero has really helped me stay put and make sure that everybody's taken care of So I have no haven't had any complaints this far this year on all the new stuff that we've been putting out system wise on the back end It's really been benefiting our clients. So I'm really excited about the year But that's kind of how I prioritize things. It's just kind of based on urgency And uh, relationships, honestly, a lot of times.
0: That sounds so much better than mine when I'm like, money. Well, well, money. (laughs) (laughs) It is, though. But you know what? It is all your fault because you told me last year, if it don't make dollars, it don't make Mm -hmm. sense. And I've Mm -hmm. taken that to heart. (laughs) Yep, basically. (laughs) All right. So question two. Yeah. What
1: are some things that you can do when business is slow to stay productive and optimistic? That is such a great question. Because I've seen a lot of people ask that. I've had it asked to me recently, and I was like, we should probably answer that because business is not always going to be. Train track rail like is Shonda Rhimes' call. I just finished the Year of Yes. I I
0: saw that and I was <laughs> like, yes. And
1: everything's on the train track Ooh, that Shonda Rhimes created. Um, I've been referencing like everything at the panel. I was like, let me tell you about the soup, the Wonder Woman stance. Right. Somebody asked a question about how to be confident. Right yeah. I was like, Shonda Rhimes talks about yep. the Wonder Woman. <laughs> uh Yeah. I I would say uh, from us our standpoint because it just so recently. November and December, and I tell people this all the time, and people are like, oh, how's business? I'm like, business is fine now. But November and December was like pulling teeth because I feel like everybody freaked out about the election. And some people, I had clients honestly come to me and tell me they freaked out about the election, and they're like, I need a break right now. I need to figure out what I'm doing with my life before I invest in something. And it's real. Like, that's a yeah. real thing. And so and, and usually uh, the past couple of years, December's have been really busy for us. So it was really unusual, st- unusual for us to have a really slow December uh, so it was really like, what do we do every day? <laughs> like, do we just twiddle our thumbs or we wait for like, you know, the, the money fairy to come by and that's not what you do. Um, what we did is honestly be proactive, continuing to evaluate our relationships make sure that we invest. We went back and we, um, did our end of the year review like we always do. And I mean, I'm, again, I'm not saying like people are more important based on money, but we really did look at our referrals and how much clients put in and our, you know, high paying clients and what that meant and what percentage of that What's going we had some client relationships that were ending so we really just had to go and readjust and see how much of our business was spent on certain things and what did we want to do going forward what we feel creatively fulfilled so we did a lot of like back in business planning so that now we're not struggling
0: yeah it would have been very hard right now if you <laughs> and we were like hey we're just deciding
1: then, yeah. to figure out what we want to do in our business Now so we already did the work on the the back end so in december we did a lot of pitching a lot of um proposals i think i did like five or six proposals a day at some point for a week and a lot of that work is now starting now which is why i'm saying like we're getting Mm -hmm. steamrolled a little bit almost with all the work that was which is fantastic but doing that work back in like just don't feel hopeless is basically what I'm saying like things are slow but it's important that you really believe in you and you believe in your products you believe in what you have to offer and just continue to go out and sell yourself even if you don't get a guarantee or yes right now just go out do it and also if you're like in a situation financially because I know people uh, get to that point and I always am so concerned about people getting to the point where it's like I'm about to go like I'm foreclosing my house. You know, those things like that, that. Get a regular, job, y'all. Yeah, get a, like, a nine-to-five. Get a part-time job. Don't let job. your life fall apart. No. Go work at a bowling alley. Go do pickup shoots. Like, um, you know, you've done. the Like If you need $150 right now to make sure your lights don't get turned off, and you on a camera, and yeah. you did shoots, and, like, you would not let your yeah. lights get turned off. You'd yeah. be like, let me go out here and shoot some I little kids. I literally,
0: like, I mean, I, I when I, because I... It's been like over a year now since I've been full time at seven twenty five. But when that first summer hit, I was like, well, no, it was like spring. I told John, I was like, you know, depending on how the summer goes, like I'm gonna shoot. I I still planned on shooting family portraits for fall, right? Because I knew that I would make so much money in like that yeah. month span to just because shoot everybody like wants in their November. Stuff. And I ended up not having to do it, which was yeah. great. But I was like, I literally had already had my marketing materials. Yeah, so you were already ready to do it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then it ended up, like, being fine and we just traveled. Yeah, never like,
1: let your prime... I, I, I might do
0: it this year, who yeah. knows? Like, I, prime... I want to go back to Europe. I was so... going to say, yeah.
1: <laughs> and there's so, Europe is large. There's plenty of right? places that so you to Right? There's so many places to
0: go. So I feel like, you know, that might be, like, my Europe budget. Like, just go back yeah. and
1: do that uh, every year. As an entrepreneur, you know when it's time to put on your... It doesn't mean, like, I need to quit my business right now. and need to sell everything I own. It doesn't mean that... It just means go get a job at like Publix. Go bag some groceries. Go barista for a little bit. Go do something short-term that can make you you some money so you can get money in the bank so you can continue doing what you're doing because you're not always going to be at a super high rate. If you're already at that rate, you've been steady, then make sure you're just staying on that path. And if things are a little bit slow, don't stop doing what you're doing. Continue doing what you're doing. I think that's a lot of times people think business. And I hear this a lot in the summer. People are like, oh, business is usually really slow in summer. I'm going to take a trip. And then they come back in the fall and all you hear is them complaining and, and freaking out because they don't have the same clients. And it's like, well, you were gone all mm-hmm. summer. Like other yeah. people came in, new fresh fish came in and they took well, your food. I was,
0: I was also going to say, like, I think it's really important. Like if business is slow, I think it's important to know your industry and know when things, if things have seasons. Yeah. Because some people make a good portion of their money in one portion of the year and don't make money all throughout the year whereas some people have more of a steady business so you need to depending on what you do for a living like for example if you're a wedding photographer your season depending on where you live is probably going to be like most of spring right. and summer, and there's going to be like that season where you're super busy, and then there'll be another pop in the fall where you're like super yeah. busy. So make sure that you know those times, and then make sure that you plan life out so that, like for example, when you know you're shooting weddings in the spring, then that means that you're marketing a ton in the winter, right? So that you can be shooting in the spring. Um, and I think that it's important to... you are in
1: booking clients for the spring, exactly. in the fall, in the winter. You should already have exactly. your spring. So booking. when you're
0: when things aren't super busy, I think that. It's a really great time to look at your business plan and your marketing plan, reevaluate things, see what improvements can be made. Um, if there's any new systems that you've been wanting to try, because I know for me, like, I feel like sometimes I'm just so busy and I hear about all these other things and I'm like, cool, I want to try that, but like, I don't have the time to, like, learn that right now i don't have the time like to invest to learn that system because i just don't have any extra time so when things are slow like that's that perfect time to be like i want to create a new system or try something out play with different things and then kind of away from the business side and more on the creativity side especially if you are an artist like i think it's so important to create during those times so create for yourself create for your own person and not necessarily uh, just with your business in mind, whatever that may mean. And so create something that maybe you, your hands might be a little bit too tied if you're working with clients yeah. to go out into that That you wouldn't normally do is far. really the good time exactly. is to pick up a new
1: hobby and try to try something different, which is awesome, I really think.
0: So, I mean, just making sure that you are just staying busy. And I think that that's what's going to make you um, feel productive and optimistic. Another thing that you can do if you have downtime that I think is really important is reaching out to a friend, and starting something creative with them, uh, which I don't necessarily feel like we necessarily have, like, a ton of downtime. I don't think we were as busy as we were, were now when we yeah. started our podcast. But I think that, you know, it's a great time to be like, oh, I've always wanted to, like, start something, like, A, B, or C. When I
1: say I was not busy, it means I was caught up that's on a, shows. Yeah, so I think that's like, what that means. Like, like I yeah. haven't watched any television this week, and so now I'm like, Now I'm it's like... Busy.
0: It, like, if we couldn't start a podcast right now. We couldn't do it. Like, we're both too busy to start a podcast right now, but we had a little bit more time back then, and things were a little more chill. Um, so if you if you do have downtime, I think that grabbing a friend and doing something creative doesn't have to be a podcast. It could just be a photo shoot or whatever. Um, if one of you is good at calligraphy and the other is good at, like, water paint, then combine and, like, make a project. Like, yeah. any sort of thing that you can do to just be creative and create. Uh so our last question is what are the pros and cons of listing pricing on your website? And this is such a great question that I have seen debated in multiple industries for literally ten plus dawn years. Of like, yeah, ten plus years at this point. Um and I don't have a right or wrong answer. And I do think that it depends well, I mean they asked the pros or cons, so they didn't say yes or no, like which yeah. you do or not. But it does depend a lot on the industry and that sort of thing. Yeah. So do we wanna like just start with pros? And then go into cons? Sure. Okay, so pros of listing pricing. I've never
1: done this. So if you've done it, you have to list the pros. I've literally never Um, done it. So I don't, I, I know as a consumer what I feel like the pros are. But I also, when I'm an entrepreneur and I also put that entrepreneur brain into things as a consumer, my brain completely messes up. Like Things like photography, I do kind of like to see... Just an idea, like a go, a range. A, a range. I'm
0: big on the range. Just so I don't waste yeah.
1: your time because I'm not going to pay $3,000 for a, like a portrait session. I don't have that kind of money. And you telling me that you are that expensive lets me know that I'm not ready for you yet. I might be in the future, but right now I'm definitely not. And I think that's really cool. And I Especially like the range. Just because there's
0: such a huge range in like the photography yep. field. So it's like you could find people that charge $150. Almost all the time. And you all could the find time. people <laughs> that start at you know, like two grand for a portrait session and for weddings, like you might find somebody that starts around a grand or you might find somebody that starts at 20 grand or like seven grand is popular, like a popular range. Um, and so, you know, somebody that's going in planning on spending like 2000 as opposed to spending 7,000, those are very different price points. And that's not a situation where it's like, Oh yeah, I can just get a little bit more, you know, like you know what I mean. Like it's not like it's right. like a difference. There's of just a, a different
1: bucks. type so, of system those people have. They have different. They might have employees.
0: Yeah, so I think that it's important to put a range in that sense. Um, I think it's a little bit harder with what we do now because it's 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 yeah. not it's not one size fits all. I, that's so, why
1: I always have had the question. I think this is more of a, a to me a con the in design and development and specifically i'm just going to talk about websites the con i have for that is that it, you are going to be i guess it's a pro or a con depending on who you are is that you're expected to do everything the same mm-hmm. and you're going to have to um, and have to the same result for every single for, person for yeah. that price mm-hmm. um so if you did a 750 dollars e-commerce site which God bless you, I hope you don't do that. But if that's your market and that's what you're doing and you're giving people and you're charging $750 for e-commerce and that $750 is your e-commerce price, it's a person that has 10 products or 20 products, unless you specify that up front or in your contract, it doesn't matter, or 100 products, you're going to have to do the same. More, You're going to do more work, but you're still getting that same $750. Mm-hmm. And so I really do think people need to evaluate their pricing when they're doing what we're doing in service-based businesses this way, because everything is such a want, like a different pers- perspective, a different case. You're never going to get the same Thing.
0: Another con, which like I don't feel like we had any pros. <laughs> oh, we might come back to some pros, but another con I think is like let's say that you are in the situation where you want to raise your prices. And I got
1: a screenshot of your sh- your prices yesterday, and they like, were $2,500. Like
0: someone, you know, <laughs> knows your price from a month ago or whatever, and then they come up to you, and, like, then you're like, oh, well, this is my price now. And then, like, what if they're like, no, I don't want them, Or they know?
1: refer a friend, and yeah. they're saying, hey, girl, I paid $1,000 for this site. It was awesome. You need to get her right now because she's $1,000. And then you, you the person emails you and the client, and you decide, hey, this client's a little bit more difficult. I'm going to charge them 1500 yeah. And they're like, well, that's not what you told so-and-so. Exactly. So, so. I feel like a
0: lot of people get lost locked into like a certain which it's fine if that's the like if you like it and you want to do more high value then that's great there's some people that really just love like i just like to do it stay busy churn them out whatever i prefer to like work with a client in a longer like one client for a longer amount of yeah. time um and so if you're doing that you're obviously going to charge more because you're just doing different it's services what you're offering a lot different. more
1: you're probably offering a lot more than just like training out like a yeah it's not like a, a theme quick, or little, something like yeah, that yeah
0: exactly so you know when you're doing that like you're going to obviously be charging more and you even if you're starting out you're going to want to start moving that price range up quickly like i think a great um, example is l from Postfilm. like yeah. when she started out go she back and listen charging... to her
1: episode just yeah, like right her now episode
0: was fantastic so when she started out like she wasn't charging as much as she is now now i know that she charges 10 plus for you yeah. know um for her services so she didn't list that out i just knew She said so. Like, she's told (laughs) us. And she said so. And also, like, I've talked to her when she first started, because, you know, when she first transitioned over from photography to design, like, you know, we were friends then, and and so she wasn't charging as much then, and now, obviously, she's charging more, and so it's like, she didn't necessarily need everyone to see all of that in between, because, again, like, somebody might be like, oh, well, I just saw that you were charging, you know, X amount, you know, three months ago. Why are you charging X amount now? And it's like, well, because... I'm better and I'm worth it. That's I will why. say, I guess, a,
1: a pro for those people who don't want... It's not complicated. So if you do put pricing on your site and you say, hey, all social media icons are going to be this amount, this and this, yeah. this amount. It's, if it's, it's something it's that sneaky. is the same across the board. It's the same like across not, the board. It's probably know. easier for you to just tally that up, add it up, and there's and not a lot think of confusion. And depending
0: on like what like, industry you serve. Like, let's say that you're... I know like there's um, this designer out there. She only makes websites... For um, people that are psychologists that own their own businesses. So, like counselors. Like, the, that's a, very, that's, specified a very, very specific niche. situation. And so she has a range. Right, which makes sense because it's like they all are going to have yeah exactly. They probably are going to have
1: about like you know, you know five like, to seven pages. Exactly. But if somebody comes in and they have a whole staff or
0: something like that, she and can she add a little bit more. She won't work with someone like if you know like an author came to her, a photographer. or going to say no. She would say, "Let me refer you to someone else because this is specifically what yeah. I do." So I think in that case, it makes sense. And obviously, if you're selling products, then you need to yeah. List I will that say <laughs> and,
1: uh, it's not like a, even a procom. It's kind of like my anti on um, people pricing out logos for some odd reason and it's one set price. It's crazy to me because logos aren't all crazy. Like it's just so crazy to me people are like, unless you're just doing templates and you're just saying, I only sell this one watercolor flower and I can change the title and it's gonna be 750 bucks no matter what you do and you get the same thing, that's fine. But I don't understand people create different concepts, do different, cause you have to do market research, you have to do so much research when it comes yeah. into branding and I think people, I think that's why probably they do that and they're not as educated or they don't put in this process. But it's such a like pet peeve of mine. People are like, "Oh yeah, well all all logos are seven fifty or my logos start at like how do you know how they start? Like what what how how do you know where they start? How are you telling someone that your logos are five hundred dollars? You don't even know what their business is and what their you know industry they're in, and then they might have to have like trademark you know specific things mm-hmm. that you don't offer. So I really do think if you feel like you've already been doing that kind of like my logos are all three hundred fifty dollars, um, you need to really sit back and think about because you could get like I know people who are designers who gotten sued because they've done logos or something and they. They were using a Pantone color that belonged to a company. Pantone colors do belong to companies. Mm-hmm. If you didn't get the memo, there's Facebook blue, there's Coca-Cola red, you know, there's Sprite green. Um, so certain things can't you can't get sued Those on are it. All so colors
0: I enjoy too. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I basically think like products list it. Yeah. Services think twice about. It. Yeah. I don't want to say check. no because it, it definitely depends. Yeah, it depends on, the on the who you are. Um, and I do think a
1: range is a, a good range idea, be wonderful,
0: especially if who you're working with. It's not going to vary as much. Exactly. So.
1: You're not going to have a doctor, a lawyer, a farmer, a, you know
0: it's like for, for like a car forest, salesman if you are making flowers and you make a certain type of arrangement and you're only going to switch out maybe three different sort of flowers and they're all very similar right. then you might know that this particular arrangement is going to cost you know how much the flowers cost
1: from wholesale like yeah. you know all, everything that and it might the it. thing
0: is is like of course it might change Bury. because of certain times of year where the flowers are a little bit more expensive right or whatever so you might say this particular you know arrangement goes from 100 to 150 roses whatever. are
1: always going to be marked up 200% in February <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the first two weeks of February versus the rest of the year that's just not and I mean if you
0: have your stuff if you have your pricing listed on your website and it's going swimmingly good for you you know that's like we're not saying that it's an impossibility like if it it works for some people for sure um but you could always try to take it off and see if that worked too who knows
1: yeah I mean I don't don't
0: think there's a right or wrong you know there
1: definitely isn't and I mean like there's restaurants that don't put their pricing on the internet and you don't go until you get into the restaurant you gotta trust that those dumplings taste good <laughs> and like, you
0: know what? I will tell you to be honest, and that I feel like that's a perfect example. And of course, not all—all all, like they, I might not be their target customer, but if I can't see what any other price, yeah, so you're I'm gonna not gonna go, gonna go. Mm. unless I'm going with a rich friend who I know is gonna pay for me. I'm just being if real. I go to Yelp and it real. tells
1: me the dollar signs, I'll go. I don't care how much. But I'm obviously, if it's four dollar signs, I'm not balling. I'm not going with one or two
0: dollar signs. You like? Yeah, okay, oh, i I'm to I'm take a it. chance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, but if it's like a unless $4 it's like a place
0: where like a friend who I know has gone and they're like, you have to go to this place, i Love it, and they know my life and so they're not gonna send me to a place where it's gonna like gonna be like $500 a plate what so. are you talking about we're not gonna go eat at the whatever
1: I don't yeah. even know I can't even name a like fancy restaurant nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious
0: um Victoria and Albert's is like one here it's like I don't know like, I don't I even know what that is or 200 a plate it's in it's in Disney
1: that's I don't know what it's that like is. the Grand <laughs> oh, I've never I, been. Oh, I've never been. I've been to saying. a couple in the Grand Floridian, but that was when I like steak. worked at Disney. So I've never been there. I'm going to say as a vegetarian and as a pescatarian, you, our food is never that expensive. Yeah. I'm just like keeping it real. Like, we went to, um, but see, like, I, I guess people that, think Capital I know that I'll go there yeah. and I'll be
0: fine, but then John's gonna order, like, you know, some <laughs> sort of fancy fish, and then I'm gonna be, cause y'all fish eaters can rack up They can hills, be
1: expensive, but it depends on what type of fish. I guess yeah. I'm not, I have
0: never, cause like we went to Capital Grill. Like,
1: and Capital Girls, obviously, like, a steakhouse, and it's a little bit more high-end. It's not, like, $100 a plate, but they do serve, you know, like, $75 steaks or whatever. And so, like, my meal was, like, nothing compared to everyone else's meal. And I was like, wow, I'm such a loser because You're I can't. You're, like, winning. <laughs> I'm winning for me because you'll they'll want to invite me out more often because yeah. I'm a great, I'm right. a great date. Um, yeah. But I'm just, like, laughing because people are obviously spending their, like, you know, $200 tab on their own. And I'm just like...
0: But that's why i say like if it's a product i think pricing list the pricing. price out if it's Re-price. service you really don't need to i think a range can be great if if you're if you're having people that like maybe you're not getting any feedback and you're thinking that maybe that's the issue why try putting a range on and seeing if that helps because that might make all the difference true so well guys all right guys well we are getting to the end of uh black history month so it's just a don't few it's, it. i think there's like three days left it's very sad Oh, um, I just So celebrate, celebrate, live it up go. Be lit these last Maybe few Maybe the Oscars
1: will provide Let's
0: hope that hashtag Oscars so black becomes a thing I'm, I'm not holding my hope out after the Grammys, but, you know
1: I did, okay, if they don't, it doesn't matter I'm gonna put a, a link to the Represent podcast Which is Slate's podcast on, like, everything diverse um, I am film. about
0: to go see... That movie. Don't okay. get out. I'm about to go see that. Weird. Yeah.
1: Mm, go watch just Black It's going to turn guys. into a movie podcast. So we'll let you know.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. We'll Bye. see you next week. Bye.